Thanks for tuning into the Brews Room, our little addition to the oversaturated world of podcasting. Join me, Mark, the resident beer enthusiast, along with Justin and Jeff from Exit 6 and Kyle from Shamrock's Bar and Grill as we talk beer, brewing, and pop culture. You can also join us live every week at 1030 Central on Twitch at twitch.tv slash thebearded. And we can be found on all relevant social networks as The Brews Room, including Patreon, where sponsorship gets you early access to our show as well as bonus material. At this point, I'm supposed to tell you where to download our podcast, but let's be honest, if you don't know how to perform a basic internet search, then you have bigger problems in life. Thanks for listening. What's up, everybody? Sorry, we were a few minutes late. You'll deal with it, though. That's me. <laughs> As the engineer of the show, I'm not good at it. I mean, it's every week I fuck it up somehow. That's all right. All right. We're good now. We should be. All right. You can see it's just Justin and I again. Kyle will be here at some point, apparently. I don't know. Mark will be here in March again. Um, this is like the worst time of the year for Mark. I don't envy him at all. No. I mean, the guy's got to be, he's, he's fucking indecent proposal in it and cash that he makes every week. <laughs> but I don't envy him, man. He's got to put in a lot of fucking hours right now. Mark owns a casino company, for those of you that don't know, and he does a lot of parties from now until, I don't know, Super Bowl. So he's got like, the holiday business thing going on right now, you know, businesses want to do big holiday parties, and so they do the casino nights. And then uh, in the summer, he gets hit with the um, the school, what do you call that? The graduation lock-ins. Like the, uh, you know, the school thinks it's okay to promote gambling for the kids after they graduate. They're, you know, 17 or 18. That's an appropriate time to get them started on it. Our chat list says guts dancing is on. Is, hey. that, is that bullshit? I don't know. I see that. We haven't seen Guts on in a while. I haven't seen him in general in I've a been, while. I was, I've been missing that guy. Yeah, he's a good dude. So that was your weekend? Busy? Yeah. Yeah, well, I worked Friday for you, uh, so you could go officiate Good Boy's Wedding. Uh, and then Dr. Day was in town, and he drinks a lot of beer. And he was on vacation, and he wanted to do that. And I'm his friend, so I drink a lot of beer with him. I mean, you don't really need a reason to drink a lot of I beer. I don't, I don't, but I drink more than usual. Like, I mean, we started day drinking and then just went into the night every day this week. And um, Saturday, Sunday. As much as we drink, I will say that uh, day drinking is not part of our normal routine. No, but we usually go until 3 or 4 in the morning. Yeah, I guess if you moved it. We have not done that. Back. I didn't do that with him. <laughs> you guys got uh, to uh, get on to the hockey game. That was a bust. What game? Yeah, we won't want to talk about it. No. How was Hair the Dog, though? You guys said you I went there. I haven't, bar, man. I haven't been there in a long time. We go there fairly regularly. Lauren and I drive downtown a lot just to get out of the suburbs, and that's always one of the places that we hit. Yeah. It's, it's weird, though, because uh, so they've got like 40 drafts. We've got 26, and I'd be willing to bet everything we have they have. Yeah. Like, it's there's not a whole lot of difference between what they have on tap and what we have on tap. So that actually kind of made me feel good because they're they're known in the city as being yeah, you know, they one a of the really best. Yeah, they got a really good draft list. Yeah, and their, all their stuff that stood out 
we either have on tap or have had in the last month. That's cool. Did you get to have anything there that uh, was new and good? No. No? Not really, man. Um, no. That's a bummer. I mean, it, it, it makes you feel good about what we're doing here. Precisely. But at the same point, it's like, hey, I'm going to go out and pay, you know, retail price for something I could drink at my bar for our Wholesale coffee. price. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that part sucks, but. Uh, I mean, they did have a couple of things on that we don't have here. A lot of locals that we didn't, uh, we don't have. Um, that's what I. If there's nothing outrageous on or something that I just I gotta have, I always try and drink local. Yeah. So they had a couple six mile bridges on that we didn't have out here. Uh, they had the the lemon rangoza, which we had a couple weeks ago. Then they had a cranberry wheat from them. How was that? Uh, Lauren had that. I did not, and I never tried it because when she was drinking that, I was playing bubble hockey. They're like one of the few places that still have a bubble hockey machine, I think. Yeah, and it's brand new. I mean, they got Oh, is it? They, yeah, they just got a new one in. It was in really good shape. Uh, well, I was throwing darts a couple of weeks ago um against uh, Millwoods, which is in Winsville, which uh you know, we're moving out to soon. And the guys out there are real excited for the new place to, to get they? open. And they ask me every week, "Did you put bubble hockey in the budget yet?" <laughs> <laughs> like cuz they used to come in here and play it when we had it all the time. I'm like, "Well, oh, you guys no were shit. like the only ones. That's why we kind of got you didn't rid of come it. out here enough. Yeah, so. they all live in Winsville, so this was like a it was a special trip for them to come yeah. out here. But they came out when they did come out this way. They always came here because they liked bubble hockey. Oh, we might be able to do that yeah. then if I've I got said, a demand. I said, uh, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I'm like the owner really loves bubble hockey, so it wouldn't surprise me if one of them maybe showed up at at the new place eventually. Uh, it might just end up in the back of the brewery for, <laughs> for, for us to play. My only complaint uh, with Hair of the Dogs, I mean, they're, they're clearly trying to make their money back on the game because it was a bucket game. I think that's a little pricey yeah, for, that's for bubble hockey. 50 cents, man. That's, that's that's a good price. Exactly. That Who knows? I don't know how much business they get. I heard Dom's really good at it. Like, everybody tells me that I need to get up there and play yeah. Dom sometime. Like, oh, wait, why can't he come out here and play me, you know? I don't I don't play him on home ice. Come out here to my ice. You think that makes a difference? You know the machines are oh, like for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> you know the little dips and dimples in the mm-hmm. uh the ice. Yep. You know which guys are, you know, tilted good. a little bit. Yeah, the wrong you, you know the, which one has the strong fucking gears in it and shit like that, you know. How far do you have to actually rotate? Yeah, no, huge difference. When we were in uh, speaking of local, we were down in Branson this weekend for that wedding. And um, I got to have something from White River, which is a newish brewery down in Springfield. Had their gravel bar, uh, their Northeast IPA. It was really good. Oh yeah, yeah. I was surprised. I hadn't really heard much about them. I had. We've had a couple of regulars that have been in that uh, had been there and said that their beer was fine. Yeah. Um, but I'm like, I'm, gonna, I'm down here. I'm going to give it a shot. I hadn't had anything from it. I, I really enjoyed it. It's nice to hear that kind of stuff because for some reason, like. You know, because of of the industry in which I we are in, um, people seem to think that we know every brewery in the world and every brewery in every city of every state. So they're like, "Hey, I'm going to bumfuck Idaho this weekend. Where should I hit?" I don't know. I've never been there, man. Uh, I've got Google too. I could look it up for you if you'd like. Um, people want to ask us because, yeah, like you said, they think we know, and we do know a lot. And I mean, I could rattle off. A brewery in most cities, I think. Bunkfuck Idaho, nah, nah. <laughs> uh, although maybe Boise Brewing Travis Company. probably could. He could tell us <laughs> he, what's in Bumfuck Idaho. Yeah, he'd give us like fifteen breweries that he'd are probably up there. live there. 
but uh, reminded when I was drinking the White River, I had just read an article online about Springfield and how craft is like booming down there. No shit. Yeah, uh, they've got like a dozen breweries in that area now. Prior to going down there this weekend, could you have named three? Yeah, because I had heard of a few of them. Um, yeah, outside of Mother's and Mueller, I don't know that I could name any. Lost Signal, White River, those were the other two I knew that opened up like within a year or so. Okay, um, but there's four or five other new ones um, in Springfield, and a couple more like not too far out. Um, so I thought it would be fun. To, like Lynn and I were talking on the way home, we should do like a weekend trip and go down and stop by uh, Public House. Yeah. And then go to Boat Town in Lebanon, and then go to Springfield and hit their ten or something breweries. Like, It'd be kind of a fun weekend. Yeah, Springfield's yeah. cheap to drink at, like, yeah. and stay. I'm sure, like, nobody wants to go to Springfield. Isn't that like a twelve hour drive though? It's to Springfield uh, about three and a half. So twelve. Yeah, yeah, right around there. When you figure in the other breweries that we'd stop at on the way, maybe about twelve. Well, yeah, I wouldn't. I'm not talking about the stopping parts. I no. like the stopping parts. That makes the drive uh, go better. It's also twelve if Lynn's in the car with you. Yeah, I <laughs> I got your text. <laughs> I, I read it aloud to everybody here at the bar. <laughs> we made it all the way to St. Clair before we had to stop. And if you're not familiar with the St. Louis area, St. Clair is about 40 minutes from home. That's why everybody was like, wow, they really made it far. I'm like, dude, that's 45 minutes. That, yeah. No. Like, once you get through one, get on 100, it's about uh, 10 miles down the road yeah, there. It's not far. It's not. And um, I wasn't happy about it. But we didn't have to stop again. That was nice. Really? Should you only one time? One time. Well, that's not terrible. But did you not tell her to go before you got in the car? Okay. <laughs> yes, I. she did. She came home. She had to work half a day. So when she got home, came in, changed her clothes, went to the bathroom, threw all the crap in the bag, and then we left because uh, we wanted to get down there you know, early in the evening so we could go have dinner or whatever. And she had a coffee you know, with her. And then she went and got a big gulp. <laughs> Why? She knows. No, man. I know. I can't. She couldn't have been that thirsty that she can't go three hours without a drink. She never goes in the car without something to drink. She needs to learn. I, you're telling me. You, you haven't had to drive to South Carolina with her. Have you thought about prodigying her? song actually came on the radio like right on, on spotify like right after we left there and i'm yeah. like yeah this song is for you Firestarter, right <laughs> yeah Firestarter. Yeah, yeah. um but in branson there's zero breweries which i'm kind of surprised with as big of a tourist town there's not just at least a small um you know brew pub or something down there but crown valley actually has a small distillery down there in Branson? Mm-hmm. No shit. Oh, I yeah, didn't we know didn't that. go. Because um, yeah, I can get their stuff here. I wasn't. We did go to. Um, Are they the AB of the craft world? I think. So much money. So much talent. Produced for the masses. Yeah. I can see what you're saying there. Um, and also, considering they brew and distill for so many other people as right. well. You know, they're making custom wines, spirits, and beers for just, like, private entities. Yeah. Uh, and I know that's, like, a big part of their uh, money right now is um, making spirits for other companies. Right. Um, specifically, like, flavored vodkas and stuff like that. And uh, we just had something 
a couple of weeks ago, and I was looking at the bottle, and it said brewed and bottled at Crown Valley, and it was some brand I had never heard of. Yeah. Um, I think they're making more for other people than they are themselves. Yeah. Wouldn't surprise me. And and now it's so hard to find anything from them that's not one of their ciders, you know? Yeah. Um, it's a cash cow, though. You got to make it, I mean, they are shitting money. The owner of that company has so much fucking money. I mean, you've seen their land down there. You've been to the winery. You've seen everything that's offered there. It's it's disgusting how much money that guy has. It's for for the people that work there though. That obviously everyone probably uh, you know does pretty well for themselves working for Crown Valley. Like you would know that everybody is super cool and laid back. It's a chill place to go to. Their brewery, the tap room is awesome, and it just—it's a cool feeling. Um, yeah, it doesn't feel pretentious, and I, I don't know—I like that about them. Um, even though I wish we'd get more of their specialty beer. Yeah, I do too. And uh, I mean, <laughs> but we say that, and what do we have? We have three of their ciders in the cooler right now. Yeah, that well, we sell the they shit out sell. of. Yeah. It's funny, we were at the, the hockey game on Saturday, like you alluded to, and Lawrence goes, hey, uh, Brian Siddle's here. He just checked in, posted something on, on Facebook. And this lady sitting next to me, I don't know her, she just sitting next to me, she goes, Brian Siddle from Crown Valley? <laughs> yeah. She goes, oh, I went to high school with that guy. <laughs> okay. I like that dude, man. He's <laughs> I do, too. I think Brian's awesome. But What did you call him there, like number two? He's probably the... the yeah. General operations manager for everything there. He's the guy that actually makes the company work. Yeah. The other guy has all the money. Brian puts all the work into it. And that, well, I mean, that's not to sell Jeremy short. Sure. For doing the actual <laughs> the, work, the manual labor. Yeah. <laughs> but Brian makes that company run. Man, that guy likes to party though. Brian. That, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I like going down there to Farmington for that beer fest every year. You know, he'll he'll as soon as you're getting set up, he's walking around with a giant flask of some kind of whiskey and. You know, he takes two or three pulls and then gives you it. And you take a pull, and then he takes another couple. When he puts it back <laughs> in his pocket, you're like, "Damn!" Dude. And then by three o'clock, that guy's toasted, and you don't yeah. see him again for the rest of the. But night. I love it when the when the when the festival's over, when all of his work is done. That's when the moonshine comes out. Yeah, and it's just moonshine for everyone. You're not saying no. It, it's this is go what's going to happen now. We did hit another uh, tasting room for another distillery down there. Um, hey, Jay Helm, thanks for that resub. Hey, you're welcome. <laughs> I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head, but we walked in. We were, so I hadn't been to Branson in a really long time, thank God. Um, but they had this new-ish area called The Landing, and it's basically, um, I don't know, a half-mile-long strip of bars, restaurants, and shops, like, on both sides. And uh, it's right on the river. They have a giant, like, fountain that goes off every hour and does a cool display, like, Bellagio-style yeah. display. And lots of little bars and restaurants, um, mostly like local places, a couple of chains too. But it's kind of a neat area to go and kill a couple hours. Um, and so the tasting room for this distillery was in on the landing. So we were just Lynn and I were walking down there Saturday night. Well, let's go in. They have free tasting, so you could try thirteen different whiskeys that they had. Oh, um, all right. Which I'm like, that's cool. Um, we both tried like three or four. They Even were all, if it's a, only a quarter ounce, that's that's three free shots of whiskey. Basically, yeah. yeah. Um, they did mostly flavored stuff, so not really in my wheelhouse. But I did have their. They didn't have a bourbon. Uh, they did have a white corn whiskey that was probably the best white whiskey I've ever tasted. Oh, really? No burn. Super. Um, 
heavy on corn and a little bit of sweetness on the end. It was really good, and it was 100 proof. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, but you would not be able to tell um, that it was that high. The rest of their stuff for flavored whiskeys I thought were good. They, You know, you've had Bird Dog, right? That Yes, uh, it's garbage. Garbage stuff. Like, this stuff, they were doing the same flavors, but doing them right. It didn't yeah. taste all extracty. It tastes right, like yeah. natural. Uh, they use like natural ingredients and yeah. for their flavors and stuff. Still not anything I want to drink, but at least they're doing it. Yeah, you know, well. They had a. a I don't c- begrudge them. I don't want to drink ciders either. Don't sure. be ripping on anybody making a cider. So uh, they had a coffee whiskey though that I really liked. That Lynn's like, I would pour this in my cup every morning before I went to school. Oh no shit! Uh, no. It was really tasty. And then they had a uh, orange creamsicle whiskey was good that's like one of my favorite flavors yeah ever, so it it and those were only 50 proof so a lot you know they cut them down a lot lower um so you'd have to drink a bit of it to catch a buzz but yeah it wasn't bad they had a really cool restaurant in uh in the just or tasting room i like that we just complained that it's only 25 percent alcohol and that we'd have <laughs> to drink so much more to get a buzz if i'm gonna drink whiskey i don't want to drink like 12 of them you know <laughs> like I'm all right with it. I like to have, you know, a couple. Yeah. You know, I don't like to drink too much of the whiskey anymore. Do you know, uh, that's, I mean, it's a little off topic. It's kind of what we're talking about, and I don't want to get too far into this, but do you know what country makes more whiskey than any other? Um, Or, and, drinks more whiskey than any other? Man. I would guess Brazil. India. Oh, yeah. India makes like 48% of the world's whiskey and basically drinks it all. That's crazy. Everything that they make, like India doesn't really outsource or or, uh, import, export, export Export. their whiskey. So 48% of all the whiskey in the world is made in India and is consumed there. I got to imagine it's because drinking the whiskey is a lot safer than drinking their water. Yeah, it's like Black Plague <laughs> yeah. style shit there. Yeah. yeah, so it's probably like, you know, 2%. They've, they've it's distilled <laughs> it, but the, <laughs> they've got it down just safe enough where they can drink it without getting completely hammered all Without the time. catching the rubella. Yeah. <laughs> you think the rubella is real real strong in the India? That's what I've, yeah. You've heard when that? I was there, it was When you brought up rubella, because uh, Australia just, came out I, this week last week i guess and said that rubella has been completely removed from the continent and it was due to their the vaccination policies they don't let you like choose to be vaccinated or not it's just like a, you get it huh? yeah good for and them. so yeah they were like rubella's gone you know it's unless somebody brings it in from the outside we won't ever have a case of rubella any so that's good it's weird that you picked rubella it is <laughs> <laughs> what do you have on mumps um Huge in Japan. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I like how Kyle said he's going to be 10 minutes late. It's now 25. We're approaching 11 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, everybody likes it when it's just us two anyway. <laughs> it's usually the best shows. Um, let's crack a beer. Okay, sounds good to me. I, I don't like know. <laughs> We're going to start with the uh, the Surly Extra Citra Pale. Uh, it's... Five months old. Yeah, this was brought in to me by a company that said, hey, you know what we might carry one day? <laughs> Why don't you try it? Five months is bordering on too old for this style. 
I would three months for an IPA. I think is pretty standard. I, I'd I'd maybe go to six on a pale. It smells old. Yeah, but it smells very lemony. It's got I don't a know lot if of that's citrus. what the citra is that they're looking yeah. for, but it smells super lemony. It's not. You can tell. Excuse me. Especially on a um, something that's just a pale. How yeah. how old it is by the aroma right off the bat. It's not terrible. No, it's held up pretty good. I don't know what it's supposed to taste like, but as is, it's not terrible. If I know Surly, it's supposed to be way more of this flavor. Yeah. It's very dry. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's the just the bitterness that stuck around and, you know, you've lost some flavor and aroma hops, but now you've got, you know, the bitter bittering will stick around a little bit longer. I'm guessing that's where that dryness is coming from. Yeah. It does. It, it's got a very... Uh, old hop feel to it yeah it's not bad but you know what i mean to me like if most of the breweries we drink on the show if they had a, a what's it called an extra citra pale ale this is what i expect it to taste like and when if it's they, fresh yeah yeah and if it did i'd be like you know it's fine it's a good beer knowing surly i expect bigger and bolder but it's still fine it's a good beer it's only four and a half percent too Oh, I can't wait to try this fresh then, because that's nice summer yeah. crushing. It was right next to the uh, Hellas Lager that was like whatever their summer beer was. I'm like, oh man, I know these are old. Then I I don't think I had ever noticed them in our Boxo beer before, so um, that's why we hadn't drank these yet. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Cry brought these for me. Gotcha. If 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 somebody if somebody's probably listening to the show going, fuck you, Jeff. I brought those in for you, but I don't <laughs> I don't know. I think it was Cry. Yeah, this isn't offensive. I could still drink this. And I could yeah, I've a got no problem with a bunch it. of these. Yeah. We did find um, the only cool bar to go to in Branson. It's called Dave's Cheeky Monkey. How far from Springfield is Branson? How much further? Um, forty-five minutes, maybe okay. somewhere in that range. You know, I have never been to Branson. You're not missing anything. That yeah, I'm not in a hurry to get there. <laughs> But I've lived in, in Missouri 45 yeah. years, and I've never been to Branson. Uh, we talked about that, uh, Lynn and I. I think your family was either a Lake family or a Branson family if you grew up in yeah, St. We, Louis. We weren't either one. No? No. We were like Six Flags once a year. We didn't We we didn't go on like out-of-town vacations. Uh, I don't count going to the lake as going out of town. No, no, I don't. Uh, know. You know, we, didn't, we never flew anywhere and went to like Disney or shit like that. My parents took me to Disney twice. We drove both times. Ugh. Yeah, oh, fucking miserable. I think uh, the oldest I was out of the two times was 12. So we went to Boston once, but that's only because my aunt lived there. My dad's sister lived there, so we got to sleep for free, so we were allowed. I drove to Florida when I was 16, 17 with my mom and her husband at the time and my one-year-old sister. Yeah. Oh, fuck, why? I don't know why. I don't know why I didn't choose to stay home. So you settled for Branson. <laughs> That's uh, Dynamite says the slogan for Branson is "So you've settled for Branson." Dude, this place was packed. They're not hurting for people. Is that right? Yeah. Um, you ever seen the movie "She's All That"? No. It's a really funny movie. I like the movie. It's Jay Baruchel and Alice Eve. Okay. Alice Eve is amazingly attractive. Um. But yeah, they they all go on a family vacation to Branson in that movie. Like they, they put on 
matching sweatshirts that say Branson Dude, Mound. motherfuckers were walking around in matching clothing on the landing, like, both nights we were there. That's that's an actual thing? I thought it was just for the movie. Okay, so, <laughs> uh, yeah, Saturday, I guess it started on Friday, maybe, but Saturday was the official, like, Christmas season for Branson. Oh, so, like, uh, really? Yeah. Fuck that. I'm so not like, going. The landing already had, like, their giant Christmas tree, and everything was lit up. Um, I mean, it was pretty, and Lynn was like super pumped because Christmas is like her favorite uh, three yeah. months of the year. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they do. There's a train that runs parallel to the landing, like right on the river, and they turn it into the Polar Express. And what do you mean turn it into? What's I mean? So you've seen the movie The Polar Express? I have not. It's a train. Uh, I don't know the premise of the movie, but everyone on the Polar Express is in pajamas. Um, So everyone that was down there for the Polar Express thing was all wearing, like, matching family Christmas pajamas. I hate them. Yeah. I hate them so much. I hate every single one of them. (laughs) Uh, Apparently, Veterans Day is, like, one of their biggest things in Branson also. Because America. Yeah. Yeah. We did stay right next to the God and Country Theater, so <laughs> yeah, you could, you could buy a gun and watch Dolly Parton. It was it was pretty sweet. Uh, just real quick, but uh, for you people on Twitch, everybody else listening, you're too late. Tomorrow, if you're in Missouri, yes on two, no on C and three, no on C and three, yes on two. Thanks Good. for that. Yeah, sorry. It's been the uh, Jeff political hour. Well, God and Country made me think. Oh wow, those people <laughs> vote, and <laughs> that led me to. Speaking of voting, yes on two, no on C and three. So on the way down to the landing, we got to meet uh, the most interesting Uber driver. Okay. Yeah. His name's Victor. Wait, more interesting than the guy that drove the fucking uh, Impractical Jokers and talked to God? It might might be a a 1A, 1B situation. (laughs) Okay, go on. This guy's name's Victor. Uh, I have his personal phone number. He made sure I put it in my phone. Um in case I went to jail and needed, a, <laughs> needed to get out. Um, that well, was when he dropped us off. We should get Victor on the show right now. <laughs> I've got the material. We can hook up the phone to the board right now and get Victor on the phone. So he's driving. Uh, okay. Uh, f- first of all, I believe to be an Uber driver, you have to have a vehicle that is at least four years old or newer. Yeah. Something like that. Five years, maybe. Either way, it's it's got to be it's supposed to be a newerish car. This guy rolls up in like a '98 Town and Country minivan. <laughs> awesome! And I look in, and it's all black. The interior is all black, but not like factory black. Blacked out. He spray paint. I actually, I, I'm pretty sure it was flex sealed the entire interior of his car. No way. As soon as I sit down, he says, "We don't have Uber Black down here yet." So I painted the interior of my car, and I have hillbilly Uber black. And I said, this is going to be a great ride, Victor. And I was not wrong. Um, he didn't shut up the entire time that yeah. uh, he was down here, or that he was in the car. And it was like a 15-minute ride to get down there. And he talked like he was on speed or Meth something. Probably Meth, was. Yeah, and uh, I could... I. That that's not just an educated guess. He also had scabs all up and down his arms. He Ooh, was meth. he was wearing like a cut off, uh, you know, no sleeve T shirt. 
Uh, Cronin just said about damn time, Kyle. <laughs> Ten minutes I have, late. I, I have a great story why, after you guys finish okay. well, yeah. about why I'm late. You're going to love it. Okay. Uh, so he's telling us all about the places that we should check out while we're in Branson and the shows. I'm like, nah, we're, doing, we're just here to drink tonight, you know. And uh, he was from Jersey and proceeded to tell me his life story about why he's not in Jersey anymore because his old lady cheated on him and he moved to Branson and now... He just drives Uber and Uber Eats, and he drives to St. Louis to drive for Uber. So he was very familiar with with St. Louis and uh, told me all about his trips in St. Louis. And and then, yeah, we get parked, and he's like, well, make sure you get – let me give you my personal phone number. In case you guys get in any fights tonight and end up in jail, give me a call. As long as it's not a felony, I'll come bail you out. All right, my man. <laughs> Why did he think Lynn was going to get in a fight? I'm like, do we look like we're, we're those type Hooligans? of people? He's like, I just tell everybody I drop off. <laughs> this is Branson, man. Yeah. This is in the south side of Chicago. We're going to the landing where you know, it's Who went Polar to see Express. that Asian guy that has a really fucking good violin? All of a sudden, we want so to get a scrap. Yo, yo, ma. <laughs> That's a cello or a f- it, viola. They're the same instrument, Justin. Lynn just told you this sizes. last week. Uh, so, yeah, Victor was awesome. Um, it was it was fun. Lynn was texting Good Boy the whole time because he was they were they drove down there and yeah. uh, you know she's like here's the the car and here's Victor's name and here's the license plate from Uber just in case in we- the event we don't make it <laughs> yeah. there here's why he flex sealed the inside of his car. It was unbelievable. Well, that would that means he can drive like with the windows down if it's raining. Yeah. <laughs> Good boy center back the gif from the uh, infomercial where he drives the truck into the water. Yeah. <laughs> I flex sealed my our dish room at Shamrocks last week. Yeah. And uh I did it at the end of the night, but the dishwasher was trying to finish up. I did about a six foot area just to try to seal the dish room. And uh my dishwasher was like, Are you trying to get me high? I'm like no, but it then does smell amazing. <laughs> I stood back there for a minute. I'm like, yeah, I, I think I think this might work. <laughs> if you were gonna huff something, it flexio might be the thing to do it. If you did it inside of a car, that just came out your nose. <laughs> <laughs> so I moved my cup over here. It's like earwax. <laughs> Everybody's got boogers, bud. Yeah, um, no, I understand. I just didn't want to go into my fucking cup. <laughs> Barrel-aged bottle openers are bottle openers that are barrel-aged. Well, not exactly barrel-aged, but they are made out of barrels. Each barrel is made by hand by a friend of the show and is guaranteed to open your bottles. If you need a bottle opened, barrel-aged bottle openers will open it for you. Why would anyone ever open a bottle with anything other than a barrel-aged bottle opener? Locally made, locally opened. Barrel-aged bottle openers. No creased caps with a built-in magnet, so no lost caps. Barrel-aged bottle openers. They won't open barrels, but they will open bottles. Barrel-aged bottle openers. Great for birthdays, Christmas, groomsmen, bridesmaids. Stop looking for gifts and start buying barrel-aged bottle openers. What's opening your bottles? Jesus. Anyway, you want to hear my story while I'm late? Yeah, go ahead. So uh, I had a pretty – I had my, my Monday's always my off day, and uh, – I decided that I was just going to hang around the house and work, and then I wound up being first in my pick'em that I do every week, so you pay 10 bucks, but I was in first place to win $610, but I needed Dallas to 
take care of business tonight. They did not. No, but I read it wrong, so I won anyway, which is good. So I was having a great night. I, I drove to Shamrocks. I hung out with Mark for a little bit. That guy's life sucks right now. <laughs> we were talking about that already. God. He was telling me about his week. I'm like, you poor bastard. Uh, so I, I get almost through the night, and everything's right on track. And then I get a, a Facebook message uh, on Shamrock's Facebook about an incident that happened at Shamrock's tonight where a, a, a guy and a lady, they were there eating, and they gave our server cash. Uh, I saw this on Facebook. Yeah. So they were upset that he didn't. Wa- o- over what? Two dollars? Three dollars? Two dollars. Yeah. And so I, I pull my. So Wait, what, what happened? happened? So I he was, he was supposed to get cha- nine dollars worth of change. Okay. And the only reason I know is because this was on Facebook today. Yes. She posted it publicly. Yeah. Oh. And she's like, you know, he, he, we said, uh, he said, do you need change? And we said yes. And he said, ha ha. And walked away with our nine dollars. We would have tipped him six or seven, but he never brought my change back. So she's upset over two dollars. Okay. So so hey, I, I I pull my I figure it out, um, and I I pull the server aside and I say you know what happened, and he said this couple was bickering back and forth at each other that they didn't. I mean, basically when they gave me the money, I said, "Do you need change?" And he said, "The guy just grunted at me." And he was like, hmm. And I was like, okay. So I go back and I, I look at the camera. The camera that we have right above their table has sound. So <laughs> Nice. <laughs> so I was awesome. like, so I, I go back and I look at this thing. And I was like, man, this, the guy that I had, the, the server is one of the best servers I have. And it's extremely honest guy. And I'm like, I just don't, I mean, why would you want to rip him off for two For bucks? two bucks. Two yeah. bucks, yeah. They were, right. they, were, they were getting slammed. All I mean, happy hour is incredible. They were so busy for trivia. There's no reason for him to lie about that. <laughs> sure enough, the fucking camera is right there, and the guy goes, "He goes, uh, do you guys need any change?" And the guy stops bitching at his wife and goes, uh, uh. <laughs> "And <laughs> it's exactly what he said." But they, <laughs> they're throwing a fit over two fucking dollars. Yeah, yeah, all right. But Did they, were, but they don't live close. They were talking about. They're like, "We'll be back. We're gonna come pick up our two dollars." Pick up their two bucks. All right, sure. Did they come get it from you? No. Well, then why were you late? What? Why were you late? Because I had to fucking deal with all the bullshit afterwards. I had so the the camera thing is on our phones. We don't have a program that goes on a computer, so yeah, it takes time to like download it. And then I had to deal with the server before he left. Gotcha. <laughs> it's just, it's a dumb. I mean, it's something that we've all dealt with. It's a f- stupid fucking thing that people, you know, they want are they coming in to get their two dollars? Uh, I believe Kelly has an arrangement where they're gonna. She's gonna. Uh, take two dollars off their credit card <laughs> and she's happy as can be well good I'm good glad. hey at least you saved a saved a customer we just cracked a new beer because i had to after that story this is schlafly's new no the story wasn't oh. bad just oh the, <laughs> the situation yeah, yeah, the yeah because we've all dealt oh. with <laughs> so we're being mary and barry yeah okay was that their names i don't know <laughs> it could have well, been that's that's the mayor of dc that was caught smoking mary crack barry. yeah Mary Barry. Twice. Marion Barry. <laughs> Marion Barry. Uh, so this is Schlafly's replacement for their Christmas ale this year, and it is called Mary Barry Ale. Did you like the Christmas ale? No. It was terrible. And I <laughs> I have this bottle. Obviously, nobody cool. liked it. They're not making it anymore. I, I hated that beer before, like, years and years ago when I first got into craft beer. I never cared for that beer. Um, how's the replacement? Uh, going by smell. 
the six percent berry ale, um, inspired by sweet flavors of a French pastry. It's smooth and complex. You know what? Blueberry pastry sound. Pastry is right. Blueberry is right. Blueberry, raspberry, and blackberry. I actually don't hate this beer. I hate the smell of it. This, it's the smell is awful. The smell reminds me of if you brought cranberry sauce to Thanksgiving and you let the can sit out there empty for a week or so, that's what it would smell like. To me, this beer tastes like uh, somebody was going for like a vanilla. I get a ton uh, of vanilla. Cream kind of flavor. I don't know who would do that, but no, that's, that's uh, yeah. That's, Add a splash of that's what this raspberry tastes, this tastes like. Of. A raspberry vanilla cream ale. Yeah. The nose is terrible, though. It does oh, not smell oh, good. The liquid's good. I won't. Uh, yeah. I, don't I think this can move for them better than the, the Christmas ale. I just. I'm, a Christmas ale was trash, though. Yeah. That beer was so bad. You know what I hate to say it? I really liked the Christmas ale last year. Really? And uh, that's, that's not uh, my style of beer, but I really actually liked it last maybe year. Maybe it's changed. I haven't had it in several years be- because I had it several years before that and hated it every time. So I don't know if it changed or at all over the course of the last three years. Maybe it has, but this is a better replacement. It's better than Christmas sale. I don't know that I could say I like it, but hmm. it's pretty sweet. If we had this on tap, we would sell it. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Although I, I don't know what the price point on this beer is. <laughs> I was told that this is the worst beer Schlafly has ever made. And I, that I, is I, a I'm not going to disagree with that. Statement. Yes, it's not. Did you ever have XIPA? It's not nearly as bad as I was told it was going to be. I I don't hate that beer. I'm did, not going to drink another one again. No. Did you guys have? But I wouldn't. Guys, I wouldn't. I wouldn't care about putting it on tap at Shamrocks. Sure. Kyle, did you have the raspberry cider on tap? A lot. Yeah. Yeah. Did it move? Uh, it, it moved a ton at first. And then it completely died off. Did you ever put the proper cider on? That's it. Oh, that that's yeah, it. that's yeah. the that's one. Yeah. Oh, is it? Jake told me. Jake, who works for Founders, used to work for Schlafly, said he would say, he went out and sampled that beer out of the cans or bottles, whatever's in, and people were refusing to order it because it smelled so bad. It had an issue with it, but it wasn't like that on draft. It wasn't. I, I'll tell you, and you know how I am, and I I learned it from you, and I try to rotate and stuff like that. But it was selling so well, I sold three half barrels of that proper cider. <laughs> All right, Jesus. Okay. And, I, and I mean, like I said, at the at the very end, it really died off. Like it took me a while to get through the last <laughs> half of the half barrel. But other than that, yeah, it was, yeah. I mean, it sold. And it, but I wasn't the biggest fan of it. It just if it sells, yeah. it sells. That's right. all that counts. Because what do you guys do? Are you guys do you guys are you guys doing a craft cider here and there? Every now and again. Yeah. What do you do? Uh, it depends. Uh, time of year, what's available. Um, I like stem. I don't think we've actually had stem. We haven't on had well. stem on yet. Um, Have you had KC yet? No. I, I so I did. Um, there they have a dry, a dry hopped, and they had a summer berry, but I just got uh, caramel lavender. Uh, so I'm interested mm. to try that. That actually that, sounds kind of interesting. That it's, sounds gross to me. But you know, it sounds gross to me too. But they, they're the lady that came in. I mean, they're just self distributing. But they, they have a lady here. That Are they comes local? In. It's Casey. I'm gonna guess Casey. Oh, I thought you meant Casey, like C A S E Y, like the brewery and the Sunshine oh, yeah. Band. <laughs> that was also the letters. Yeah. yeah so I, I uh, know. Yeah. But 
um, yeah, so it's it's those have sold pretty well. Um, I took I took the 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 dry hop to a, an event, and it it sold out. I, I I like craft ciders. I don't like the craft cider price. Yeah, ciders are expensive if you use quality apples, man. Like even just to make it at home, like if you want to go out and buy decent cider to make hard cider with, it's not cheap. Like it's not. dropping some serious coin on that. Uh, and I made one one time at home, and it turned to vinegar, and I was really mad. <laughs> I spent like forty bucks on like good apples. I, I like I pressed some apples, and I mixed it with like some really good. How did you uh, press cider. apples? Did you rent a press? Uh, somebody I knew it was Lynn's parents. Maybe had like an old apple press. I was thinking of that what? like that like old <laughs> like thing small... like your grandpa had where you crush the cans. Yeah, it was yeah. kind of it was kind of <laughs> like that. But it, I think it was like it, in her grandparents' basement. Her parents own her grandparents' house now after they yeah. passed away, and they had like an old apple press in there. No shit. Yeah, and it was just like a one at a time thing. Uh, it probably was the the it, can. It press was pretty you much had no idea. No, <laughs> it was idea. actually like. A wooden. It would have to be steel or or wood. It yeah. was like a steel, two steel beams, uh, or like wrought iron, and then wood uh, planks, and then it had a spin, uh, uh-huh. spinny thing to actually press it out. It had right. like a big metal container on the bottom. Okay. Yeah. Oh, it was a yeah. real apple press, but yeah. uh, it was a huge pain in the ass, and it cost a lot of money. And I made vinegar. Hmm. <laughs> so I, I worked a wedding uh, at the beginning of the summer uh, for you know Stolzy style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The home brewer. Yeah. So uh, I, I we bartended and did the bar for their wedding, uh. and his dad. I mean, he got the love for homebrewing from his dad, and he he said they had two beers that they made that they planned for the wedding, and then they had a cider, and the cider. I'm like, damn, this cider is good. Like, what did you? How'd you make it? And he said, well, I went to Sam's and I bought a bunch of apple juice. I bought some raspberry puree and then I pitched champagne yeast and then I made this. I'm like, That's all it takes. I should have just yeah. done that in the first Fuck, place. Man, this is yeah. good. <laughs> we used to carry oh. uh, a lot of, excuse me, uh, Seattle cider and I really liked yeah. some of their stuff because it was all kind of off the wall. They had it's a really, really good, good. Uh, three pepper cider. I love that cider. Uh, that three pepper one was awesome. It was nice. Yeah. It had some heat to it. It had a really good actual pepper flavor. Like you could taste like the meat of the pepper. Uh, and then it still had a nice bite, but it was sweet and all balanced really well. Like that's probably one of my favorite ciders I've had. I was at that cidery, and they were really, really great people. They had a lot of different variants of their ciders, but again, it's the same thing. It's too damn expensive to to yeah. like get people. I mean, if you put a quarter barrel on on, you know, you're you're charging six fifty or seven dollars for a pint. It's a little too much yeah. for our market right now. So you, you got to go with the. I think cider drinkers aren't afraid to have a 12-ounce pour because I think they're probably wine drinkers in general. Yeah. So they're used to, like, a tulip or um, brandy-style glass like that. Sure. So, you know, when you charge 6 bucks for a pour of that, they're, you know, it, it feels normal to them to have something in, like, like in that price point. So I don't, I don't think it's It's actually a really great idea that those wine glasses that I have that you almost – I would cut them in half. Yeah. You know, you would give it a half, ou- or mm-hmm. a half pour. That might really work. You know, you could charge if you did four dollars for maybe like an eight ounce pour yeah. or something. I think yeah. might be a little more reasonable, and maybe your wine drinkers might would try it. Yeah. Justin here for morning recovery. You know what I love? Drinking. You know what I hate? Hangovers. That's why I never leave the bar without grabbing a morning recovery. No, they didn't bottle up Ann Sullivan, but it is full of vitamins and science. Drink it at the end of the night and wake up feeling like you had a boring night in with the family. Check out morningrecoverydrink.com for more information. And remember, 
with Morning Recovery. Tomorrow starts tonight. Uh, speaking of brewing, did you know there's a local maltster? No. Yeah, they're, I mean, not super local. They're in Montgomery like, Simmery. Mount Montgomery City. Montgomery yeah. City. Yeah. But yeah, they're they're malting their own grain over there. Um, so th- they're growing it there. You haven't tried this yet, right? No. Okay. No. Uh, Who, so what's this, the name? Uh, I've got the card in my office. I don't remember. But I want you to try it and tell me what you taste. Uh, the lady, one of the owners came in last Friday. I met with her. Uh, I'm probably not going to be using a lot of this malt because it's more than double the cost of where I get it now. Uh, it's really good. Yeah. Oh, a ton of oats, oats is what I get. Oats. I get oatmeal. Okay. Keep, right. uh, yeah, just keep chewing. We'll keep talking yeah. about the brewery. Just think about the flavor profiles that are that you're going to get off of it as you chew some more of it. Yeah. So she came in. They they uh, they grow. They malt. They do mo- almost everything there. Uh, all they're doing right now is two row. Uh, they're hoping and wheat. And wheat. That's right. Yeah. Uh, hoping to get into some more crystal malt. And, so and this whatnot. is two row that you're eating right now. Yeah. Which is pretty much base for most breweries is what they use for ales. And I'm like, okay, you know, this is great. I love, you know, if I can support local, I want to do local. I definitely want to use as much local product as possible. And I'm like, what do you charge for it? And uh, she says a dollar nine a pound. Right now, I'm paying forty cents. Yeah, it's where, high. Where, did, where does that come from? Where does what? The where price. Is, where does where does your Wisconsin? Okay, that's what I thought. I it's grown in that. Wisconsin. It's shipped out of Chicago. So I mean, yeah. Uh, it's it's local, which I like. She but called themselves an artisan malter, right? Maltster. So I get that they're doing like specialty, you know, like uh, focusing on specific grains, and th- that that's crazy though. I I feel like they're gonna have a hard time getting breweries to jump on. Hey, I can make a really good pale or pilsner with with what we have here. The only way I think a little more, Justin. I think the only way I think it works is that she would have to use one other word that she never brought up, which is organic. She never said organic. Pop that whole handful in your mouth. uh, That's what I did the first time. There's a flavor that I'm really hoping you get, and you haven't yet. I know what it is. What is it? Corn. No. No. Oh. Cucumber. I got none of that. What? You are a super cucumber guy, right? Him and I yeah. both pick up a ton of cucumber flavor. He's like, it's kind of pickly. And I'm like, yeah. no, it's not pickle. And then I'm chewing, I'm like, it's cucumber. It's you know, it's almost a pickle. But you don't get Oh, that. I do kind of get it a little bit, but keep chew, like, I, chew a bunch of it. And it was just like building and building and building. It was it wasn't until like after I swallowed, like on the exhale, it tasted like fucking cucumber. Yes, there are people in Montgomery City. So I said oat or oatmeal, and then I got almost like cream corn, <laughs> which is bad, right? That's weird. Yeah. I, I got some nuttiness out of it. I, maybe that's where you're, you're, you're saying the oats. I got some nutty character out of it. Um, that was my first no-daughter that I thought it tastes like yeah. oats, oatmeal, yeah. Well, what we've got, we've got probably three pounds of this stuff here. Yeah. Which is not nearly enough for us to do anything with, but I think a home brewer... For sure. Could make a gallon of beer with it. And if I've got a home brewer listening that's willing to make a gallon of beer, I will give you the grain, the hops, and the yeast. I just I want to taste what this 
what kind of beer this we makes. both have an expectation of if you just brewed a straight beer Blonde. with with that yeast or that um malt only that it would taste like cucumber okay so tell me this so if i if they use this beer and just did a goza with it would it come out melony that's what i want to know, we know. Okay. that's why yeah if you're listening homebrewer please message us come up here and pick Someone the grain up experience and and we you can yeah we'll give you everything just brew it we just have no way to brew a gallon of or two gallons whatever you're going to get i think it's more like uh, 5 or 6 pounds actually you think i don't i'd be surprised I'm pretty okay. So I mean, you you deal with the. I am pretty good at weight, and I will tell you, like, whenever uh, Cronin says he'll do it, cool. Come in and get it. Whenever. Do you you have the the capacity or the ability to do only a very small batch, one to three gallons? If you want to do it, I'll give you the malt, the hops, and the grain, or or in the yeast, everything. I just want to see what this ends up tasting like, and it's just going to be a blonde ale. You do. Nice. Okay. Cool. cool. Perfect. Cronin, you're in. Come on up and pick this stuff up from uh, uh it's gotta be a day that either Justin or I are here so we can get Monday you the hops or, the Monday yeast. or Friday. So what would you just do uh I mean basic yeast like SO five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and a little bit of bittering hop and a uh, uh, something half an ounce or yeah. an ounce of flavoring. This is it's so weird. And I don't I don't do this very much where you guys give me this, but I, I I'd love to give you a handful of our of our normal. Yeah, I think we might have to do that uh, on on and break. do a side by side. It's of, crazy how different they taste. I get fucking straight cucumber off of it, man. And this grain was but only on the exhale. This was grown in Illinois, right across the river, and they're actually growing their own two row now. But they had, um, I guess they, she said last year. Uh, weather was really bad, and they didn't get much viable crop. Uh, so they are going to be moving to grain that they're actually growing in the next year or two, she said. Um, they have two-row wheat, um, and then they have a roaster that she called it, but it only goes up to, like, 180. Yeah, yeah. And so they can only get up to, like, a They Vien- can't do, like, chocolate. They can only no. get to, like, Vienna malt, which is... Like I don't know, fifteen on the uh, Love a Bond scale, maybe somewhere. Really? She said, "I think the the next one she said was going to be a six row." No, Did she it? said they weren't doing six. They were row, not going to do yeah. six. Oh, <clears throat> I thought she said that was uh, going to be their next one. You know what I'd really like to do, which would be fun for our listeners, if we pulled, if we just took a cup of that, like a, I don't know, like a small tumbler or whatever, and put that in like little ramekins and let the listeners come in here, and put the mouthful like a mouthful in and see what they taste, because I don't. When I took that last mouthful, I didn't get the cucumber as much. Man, I, I got the I got so the prevalent. oatmeal and I got the cream corn. All I get was got was oatmeal. I think it'd be fun. Let's let's split a little bit off. Depending on how much is in there, yeah, I'm gonna weigh Matt, it out at. Yeah, uh, you, of course you got. I mean, you got. Matt's gonna need yeah. enough to actually make a gallon of right. beer for. That's which, a lot, though, right? Uh, a gallon. You're probably gonna need two, three pounds. Yeah. So new beer here. This is uh, Southern Prohibition Sea Lord. Uh, the can is fucking cool as shit. We got this down at Memphis. Oh my god, this smells! This incredible. beer was the best beer I had when we were down there at the festival. It's an imperial brown ale, oatmeal brown with vanilla and cocoa nibs, and sea salt. That does not look like a brown ale. I, I believe you. You don't gotta. 
prove it to me. You, I'm going to prove it to you. That's, I don't see brown. Why sea salt? Why not? <laughs> no, what's what's the what what flavor does that add? Salt and Saltiness. chocolate goes so well together. Yeah, yeah like um, a uh, like a chocolate covered pretzel. Yeah. Um, you know that's fuck. You know that's one of that's this is good. I I, re- I mean a like, like food unbelievable. I I I mean I like to try everything different. I hate salt and sweet together. Really? Yeah, wow. It's, it's not my thing, man. And, I and, love salt and, and sweet. And, and, and anyway, Me I, like, too. I don't like. I don't Any like. Kind of I, I don't like barbecue on chicken wings. Like like barbecue sauce on chicken wings. I, I don't like any form of that. Huh. I don't want. Okay. I want salty, or I want spicy. Spicy, but I want sweet too. Like I don't mind sweet. I just don't like them together. I like when there's opposing flavors. You know, like. I don't know how salty this is yet. I haven't tried it, but I don't really taste any salt. No, it's pretty sweet. I had a lot of chocolate and a lot of vanilla, to be honest. But it's a really, really good beer. Who this, was this again? Southern Prohibition. Man, it's good. This beer reminds me of something else, and I can't. Uh, another I can beer. tell you exactly what it tastes like to me. It tastes like uh, the unminted version of Girl Stout. Yeah. Like they, they maybe they found the secret to the chocolate as well, like we did. <laughs> They're not telling anybody, and we aren't either. We're not telling anyone. <laughs> I I can't man. wait to make that beer again. I can't either. I really want to. I want to throw something out there, but I don't want to sound dumb. Like what? there's well, a it's like, too like, late. No, I mean like I there's a lot of different beers that of course have this flavor that really balance sweetness, but I love the body. I mean, I wish the ABV was on the can. Go ahead and say what you want to say, man. Don't, well, since, since when do you worry about sounding dumb? Yeah, I don't, yeah, no shit. I'm kind of taking it back now that I have a couple, because it, it's what I was thinking was way off. I definitely a, a, sweet, a sweet stout is what I think. It definitely tastes more like a milk stout to me than a brown ale, for sure. When you're, I mean, yeah, the color obviously is a little dark for a brown, and even uh, flavor-wise, I think it doesn't. If you put this in front of ten people, ten people would say it was a stout. Yes. I don't think there's any chance somebody called this a brown ale. Does, uh, no sa- does salt fuck with carbonation? Uh, it can. It I would think so. I don't how I, much yeah. you add, but there's I, I do get a little saltiness in there, but the the amount you're using right. to do is, is so salt minimal. Salt usually adds carbonation. Really? Oh, you ever seen anybody sit at the bar and start salting their beer? But yeah, you're right. Like a Bud Light drinker will yeah. just like start pouring salt into their beer. I, yeah, I never. knew. It creates nucleation points for uh, the CO two to grab onto. Huh. Nucleation. That's a that's a ten dollar word. You can keep that, Kyle. Thanks, I'll give you a tree fitty. <laughs> Appreciate it. Take it. <laughs> but no, I do get a little bit of saltiness on it. I just thought of another uh topic. Not a ton though. Yeah, go ahead. Uh sure. so I had one my newest um bar back. He he's probably twenty two, just got into bartending, is now getting into craft beer. The other bar that he works at does not have very much craft beer. But he's he's dove in and he's watched a lot of stuff online. So he asked me about Belgian beers and why they take the the flat edge like knife basically and scrape the head off. That's just Stella. But no, no, that's been done for way before Stella was. I mean, thing. they're the ones that I think it's a marketing tool. Yeah, but I mean, if you if you go back and and you look that w- that's been done for a long time. And actually, in Belgium, they they're doing it a at, lot. Of, at a, a lot of breweries actually s- not. 
not so much sell, but at least will uh, like as giveaways. They they give away the foam knife that's branded. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's yeah, it's so a so, big thing. So there, his question, quote unquote, you his, know, his question was, why do they do most that? Most Belgian beers have a pretty frothy head to them. The yeast, and that's from the yeast, and that's yeah. what I told them. They're live beers. Yes, yeah. so exactly. When you're pouring, you're, if you pour it properly, you're going to get a lot of head on that beer. So, you know, you, you pour it until you get to the right amount in the glass, and there's still going to be a big, puffy, creamy mess of head on the top. And so, yeah, you just swipe it off. It's so, just an aesthetic thing. So what, so what he it's said better was, than using your finger. So what he said was, he said, you know, why, why do, like, American stouts, why am I not doing the same thing? And I said, well, you know, there's a lot of factors with that. You know, you, if, if you're not taking care of that little knife the right way, you can introduce... That are you know flavors that sure. don't make any sense. He goes, well, why, why does Guinness have the bell and they want the bell? Why does this Belgian cult Stella want it scraped off? Why? And I'm like, man, I really have no fucking idea why they want it straight across. Other than culture thing, and that's it. Yeah, I think it's just appearance. I mean. I think so you too. Yeah, figure when, if you if you're carrying a beer that's got that giant fucking head on it and carbon di- with carbon dioxide, as you walk, that carbon dioxide is going to spill over the side of the glass, making a sticky glass. Nitrogen, much smaller bubbles. Smaller bubbles stick together better. You get that thick, creamy head. It doesn't spill over the edge of the yeah, glass. Just kind of wobbles. You walk. Yeah, it just it wobbles, wobble, wobble, wobble. <laughs> sure. Um, you you don't end up with that dirty, sticky glass. It's I mean, a, a lot of it's bullshit. A, a lot so of it too. is bullshit. It all started for for a reason, but today's standards, no, a lot of it's bullshit. I prefer uh, to blow off the foam for people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was trying to tell. There's one thing Justin's good at: it's blowing. <laughs> I was like, beers. you know, there, there's a lot yeah. of lot of places, a lot of breweries, some some like craft beer bars that will have the the small uh, bottle that really has the old uh, like straw on it that goalies used to use, like in the early '80s. Where you like dip it through the mask? Yeah. I'm like, and they spray the, you know, they spray the, you know, snifter or pint off. Like that's kind of what you're supposed to do now if you want to. Like, really, like, I wish that we had it, a it glass does, doucher it, here. It doesn't I think it fucking matter. No, I think it does matter. It, you know, if you have glasses that are out and you're cleaning them, you know, you're just worried about particles in the air getting in the glass. And sure. I want to serve beer in the cleanest beer, beer clean possible glass that you can. That means. You know, there's no spots on. That's really important. If I, I see uh, the Dirty Glass Mafia, yeah, I hate we, it. But I'm definitely over there that says DGM. So if you go to a bar and you get a pint, and I see this at mostly bars that are not beer bars, craft beer bars, and you get it, just say like even like a Bud Light into a glass, and there's bubbles all over the side. You're like, oh, that's just carbonation. No, that's dirty points on the glass where. The nucleation points where the CO2 can bubbles can hold on to. Sure. So when you go to a bar and you see that on your glass, ah, I, that's an instant turn off for me at that point. Well, like a lot of people don't understand that that's how uh, carbonation works. Yeah. If you've ever poured a glass of champagne into a very expensive fluted glass, they will put a single mark of imperfection at the very bottom of the glass. So you have just one constant stream column yeah. of bubbles. You won't see a single bubble in the entire glass of champagne except for one. And it's just a constant column right up the middle. Sure. And it, they do that on purpose for appearance. So if you see a whole lot of bubbles stuck to the side of your glass, there is something there that is causing those bubbles. It's either an imperfection in the glass 
or it's fucking dirt. Yeah. I mean, Sam Adams started that with their their fancy kind of globed yeah. pint glasses, they and they have the, the etch, etching in the bottom, and it's just points right. for because they they went same to thing. release the carbon yeah. dioxide to create a better aroma. You know, and I will not hesitate to if I poured a beer here and there's shit on the side of the glass, I'm going to dump it. Like I take pride in what you're pouring. Uh, in appearance as much as flavor and taste, and I think that goes back to the aesthetics of swiping, you know, the foam off and not serving a glass that has sticky beer residue all sure. over it. We, I mean, you guys remember my story about uh, Tilted Kilt. Whenever they were open, they would they didn't want to waste any beer, so they would pour a pint. <laughs> They'd let it settle and <laughs> scoop the foam. They would let it settle <laughs> and scoop remember. the foam, but they would go from a stout to an IPA to a lager, and just there were. I mean, you've never seen something so gross and ruining beer than taking a fucking soup spoon and just going into a Guinness and dumping Sweet. it out and dumping it out and dumping it and then going to a Bud Light and dumping it My out. My blood and boils when I think about that. It's so bad. It's awful. There, if I, there's few things that I get. <laughs> Jeff has a photo of another one that is one of <laughs> something beer related that just pisses me. We were in Memphis at Club Handy. And the girl behind the bar didn't know how to pour beer. And they're pouring, like, you know, plastic cups of beer. You know, and the drain to the taps is a foot difference, probably. And she's just, like, setting the beer on there and pouring, like, straight into it. So, of course, it's going to fucking foam all over the place. So there's just, at one point, we're sitting across from the bar, and there's, like, seven or eight glasses of beer that she just didn't give people because they were too foamy. It it was just cups of foam everywhere on the bar. I was so fucking pissed off. And Jeff sends it to me periodically just to make me angry. If, if he ever says that he's either A, having a bad day, or B, having oh, a really good day. That's, yeah. that's really bad, dude. I hate that. <laughs> no. It's you know like what, they're using that to catch. Yeah. You know, you, you know what else pisses me off really bad? Is when the camera. they just... Uh, when they take their glass and they pour it into it, and then they just let it just flow out, like just wasting beer, more and more and more and more beer, and then they turn it, you know, right side up, and they're like, oh, it's good. Like, oh, you just wasted a whole fucking beer. Yeah, close enough. I think that's as good as we're going to get. Yeah. Yeah, I <laughs> My, uh, still to this no- day... That's not how beer works. Is my favorite segment ever on the show. <laughs> we haven't had too many of those lately. We really need to bring it back because uh, it really is. It's people it's, have just gotten gotten better, I think, and more knowledgeable. So it doesn't. Oh, I don't know, man. Things like that don't happen at least in this bar as often not because as often we try to educate people as much as we can. You know, hear about things. You know, when we're in good moods and when I actually talk to people. Yeah. Uh, you know, sometimes we'll just let people stay stupid, but I. I I would much rather explain to somebody something that they're wrong about once than have them come in multiple times and say the same wrong information to their friends or family and give, every, you know, like spreading misinformation is way worse than me taking the two minutes to tell them why they're wrong about sure. something, you know? Sure. I kind of agree with you, though. That's probably my favorite segment of it. I, I not, love that's that not segment. How beer works. God, it was so much fun. Especially at the beginning when, I mean, God, it's been it. It seems like five years, probably. But it, it yeah. seems like it's pro- our our community our scene has progressed so much more. But then you still wind up with these 
fucking idiots that come in and say something stupid. You People know, like, want to show what, off. What was the one that <laughs> the uh, the bottom of the barrel? Uh, that's, that's where, where the alcohol, alcohol is. Yeah, that's where the alcohol is. Yeah. <laughs> That one I'd just uh, let go. Like, yeah. nah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'll be honest with you, my favorite line that I ever heard that was just so fucking stupid, it was unbelievable, it has nothing to do with beer. I had a lady sitting in that chair right there about four years ago who said that she was watching a documentary on Freddie Mercury, and goddamn, does he not look good for 65? <laughs> Oh yes, man. he the, does. I really wanted to see that movie. And I'm on, go see it. on the way down uh, to Branson, we were listening to the radio. We listened to it as long as we could before I turned on a podcast before it cut out. Yeah, yeah. And they were one of the guys on there was doing a review of the movie because he had just seen it, and he said it wasn't a good movie, but it was a fun movie to watch. <laughs> but he said that it was just so much fan service. Like the dialogue and everything, and it was just like one-off statements that they did a scene about, like, "Oh, we just got signed," and "Hey, we just made a record," and "Hey, we just sold a hundred thousand copies," and it was just very like simplistic and. But they, the, that, that's how Queen made their money. They figured out those selling records. No, but th- they figured out "We Are the Champions" is going to be a song that's going to last. No, no, he wasn't complaining about Queen or anything. He was just saying the writing in the movie was not great. What and, I'm saying uh, is that's exactly how Queen did it. That's how. I mean, Freddie Mercury is honestly in, in all of our, uh, all three of us will agree that he's probably the best frontman ever. He, they, they, they wrote these songs like "We Will Rock You," because. They sure, they knew, had they, the fan service songs. That I easy. mean, every, every hockey game that you go to, every baseball game you go to, every football game you go to, you're going to hear a Queen song. Sure. Did you guys see that three-year-old singing it's Bohemian on, Rhapsody? I love it, man. No, I, 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 I saw the video, but I haven't watched it yet. It's I so heard it was pretty funny, good, though. Man. It is so good. We just opened a new beer, by the way. Which is also very good. Uh, second shift, uh, Cat Spit. It's just their oatmeal milk stout. Uh, ABV we seven percent. D- we should have done this one before the brown, uh, only because I'm getting a lot of chocolate and vanilla yeah. left over in the glass. But uh, normally you would drink the brown in front of the stout. Normally. If I would have known it was so not brown like the side of the the side of the beer is very crider though. It says coffee roasty blah blah blah. It's a stout. Just drink it. It's really good. <laughs> so I, <laughs> God, I, I, I love I, that guy. I, I told Kelly. Um, We've we've had the same uh, summit or major brands rep for or major major brands delivery guy for the whole almost the entire time that we've been open, and the guy's really really nice. I don't deal with him ever, but everybody talks about how great he is, and he's a big Stag fan. Works for major brands, love Stag. Do they so, sell Stag? No, no, Summit. Summit does. Oh yeah. So yeah. she says, I know he loves Stag. I would really like to get him something. For Christmas to thank him for all his hard work and moving everything around in our keg room and all that stuff, and she said I almost gave him the uh, the stag uh, sign that we have. It's like a, it's not a neon. It's whatever. It's a. It looks like a, a like a deer. Uh, whatever you what do you call that rack uh, rack yeah. So it, it's got a sign. It's lit up, and I said you know I was I was saving that for Steep Crider so they give me some really good beer for it. She goes, have you seen the fucking amount of glassware that they sell? She goes, fuck Steve Kreider. He could buy his own. <laughs> and I was like, how do you pay him that much attention? Dude, dude? She goes, Facebook. I'm like, 
fuck, man, I don't have much to argue with you right there. Like, he's doing good. Like, I get it. And she loves Steve and she loves Libby, but she's kind of right. Yeah. Now, those Who guys was are this little sins? What? Who's Kelly. It? My wife, Kelly. Oh. Catspit's <laughs> <laughs> uh, just so fucking good, this though. This is man. a good, God, just salad just... stout. Yeah. I wish that he appreciated his beers more. I really do. They're not making Burkaki anymore, which is really sad to me. Yeah. That was my favorite, uh, definitely my favorite IPA that they made. For sure. And I, I would agree. put it up there in my top three probably overall beers from them. I don't know. I really like Art of Neurosis. I think better than Burkaki? I don't know. The Art of Neurosis, I think it's got that uh that soft spot in my heart. That was the first beer I had from them. Okay. That was the beer that made me fall like go, who the fuck is this second shift? Yeah. I still remember the first yeah. time I had them. It was at uh uh, Heritage Fest, and when they first opened, I was there as a home brewer, and uh, my friend Tim, former brewer here, comes up and he goes, Art of Neurosis. I said, I don't know what it is, but I'll drink it. I took a drink. I'm like, holy shit, what is it? He's like, this new place, Second Shift, man. They're awesome. They're really good. And I'm like, yep, okay. New Haven, Missouri. So I went over there and started talking. I'm like, yes, this is one of the best IPAs I've ever had in my life. So I think that's just got a soft spot for I me. I didn't know that AON was... Out before then, I never had AON until probably a couple of years after the first time I had Burkaki. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. It, AON was the first beer I had from them. Huh. And I know for a fact that it was done before Burkaki because what well, uh, Justin Phelps, yeah. the one that was there and said, hey, yeah, you should name this Burkaki. Yeah. Uh, and I know that I Who's had Justin that. Phelps? That's a good question. Rest Just a guy peace. who ain't shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, go ahead. You know what? The Little Big Hop is not my favorite beer from them, and we, I think I think everything I that fall everything above that falls in line. I wish there was a little more. That might be my least favorite of their IPAs. I think it, it's. But people love that beer, though. They sell a ton of that. I know. I know they do. You know what beer that Brulegans? I love that beer. Is that their pills? Uh, the no, hop, pills the is hop, Tech hop, X. Yeah. Oh yeah, Tech yeah. X is fantastic. I love that beer so too. So good. It's one of my favorite pills. Crowder knows what he's doing, man. I mean, if you get a chance to ever sit down for all the listeners, if you get a chance to just pin him down for a minute and just ask him any question that you want, the guy is just an incredible amount of information. But he is the most brutally honest business person that I know. He will tell you. He hates everything that he does besides Katie, but it's not Katie all the time. It's, it's it depends on the batch. Yeah, uh, yeah. and he likes LSD, but it's not every batch. And he hates a lot of the things that Libby does at the brewery. And I think he's pretty into Tech X too. Tech X, it, it's that's a, such a fucking great beer. He walked up to Jeff and I like two years ago at our beer fest, and we had Eiffel Tower on. Which, like we've said, the most divisive beer that we brew here. You love it or hate it. There's no in-between. And if you hate it, you really hate it. And Kreider got a pour of it. He's like, the fuck is that? Why are you guys pouring this? He goes up, he's like, you need to take this yes. off. He's like, this is yeah. terrible. You need to pull this. <laughs> and while we're standing there, I'm telling him, I'm like, dude, this is, the, uh, as Justin just said, it's the most divisive beer we've ever sure. sold. You have Which no I, really, I really like it. You have no idea yeah. the number of people who come up and said, this is the best beer at the festival. And as I'm telling him that, I had five different people come up in a row 
separately to say, this is the best beer of the festival. Yeah. And around number three, he goes, fuck me. What do I know, man? <laughs> he is, I mean, as far as our local industry, he is one of my favorite people. Hands down. Yeah, he's he's just a I real. I think it's everyone's. Awesome I think it's guy. everyone's favorite person in yeah. in the yeah. world. Uh, we got a lot of stuff coming up, uh, so we should probably take a few minutes and talk about some <laughs> events that we've yeah, got. Yeah, we really should. Um, so first of all, November fifteenth, here at Exit Six, uh, Sweetwater Tap Takeover. It's going to be an awesome event. We're going to have some previously unreleased beers. Um, they were sending up a, a sour that has never been sold in Missouri before. Uh, I know we're getting the barrel aged stout again. Ah, that beer's so good. Which was awesome. really amazing. Uh, those are the two big ones I know. And you got a glass blower from we Cho- got a Toe Jam. Yeah, Toe Jam. Yeah. Glass blower guy. That's his name, is Toe Jam. Yeah, from um, the greatest shop. Yeah. Uh, he's going to come out here. He's going to be blowing glass for three hours. He's doing. Uh, a piece for the bar, a piece for display, and a piece for himself, something like that. I'm not sure exactly how that is all going to work. Uh, but he's going to be blowing. Uh, we've got, I know that Sweetwater is bringing in a hammock to raffle off. Nice. And they're going to fill the hammock with a bunch of swag. Cool. Fuck, that's cool. I didn't even, I didn't know about that one. Yeah. Um, have you seen this guy blow glass yet? No. I I've have. never seen this guy. I have. So, really? It's fucking rad, man. Does it's- he do anything besides bongs and pipes? Uh, the only thing I've seen is that. But okay, so I it, assume that's what it's going it to be. It is. So glass blowing is one of my things, and it's one of the things I wanted to bring up later on about a bucket list thing. But I love glass blowing. I would love to do it just Dude, once. It is so cool watching this guy like, like such small intric- intricacies to make a bong, basically. Yeah, yeah. But it's perfect. Yeah. Like. The temperature that it has to be, and how hard he has to blow, and the way that he uses his tools—it's unfucking real. I'm gonna be—I'm gonna be here to make sure I see it. I cannot wait for this yeah. event. This is one of the ones that I've been the most excited for. Yeah. Uh, so Sweetwater's gonna raffle off that kind of stuff. Cry, who's their distributor, is uh, giving me a pair of blues tickets. Nice. We're gonna raffle those off. I'm gonna put together some sort of basket. We're raffling that off. Austin um, asked me for something for you, for for me. So nice. Shamrock is going to throw something a cool beer sign and awesome. very cool and uh, a gift certificate or something like that. So all of the money that uh, for that for the raffle, half of it's going to Toe Jam. Uh, mm-hmm. That was part of the deal that he worked out to come out here because Sweetwater couldn't afford his full. It's price. very expensive. I'm sure. Yeah. The other half is all going towards our adopt family. So hey, what's that? We'll get there. <laughs> Uh, we've also that day on the fifteenth, uh, Jimmy Lee. Do you know Jimmy? You Jimmy. know Jimmy, long beard. Jimmy comes in for trivia. Yeah, yeah. Powers yeah. friend. Right, right, right. He's uh, gonna do t-shirts on the spot here. Oh, that's uh, cool. Silk screening t-shirts. He's got. He's gonna have a bunch of shirts available. You can pick out, and then he's got four different screens that he'll do. So uh, one is the Exit Six logo. I think one's a Sweetwater logo. Um, no, not Sweetwater. It's Exit Six. His logo. Something for Toe Jam, and then a one that uh, commemorates the day. It's like this fish behind the bar. It's got it says Exit Six and Sweetwater yeah. Tap Takeover. It says that Drink fish. Like a Fish. It's it's pretty neat. He drew yeah. it up. Jimmy's a fucking awesome guy. I man. love Jimmy. Yeah, come out, he's, sport. He's working on t-shirts for us too. And oh, nice. Really? I I love the guy, Sweet. man. Yeah, yeah. He quit all of his jabs to do t-shirts full time, like to try yeah, I'm pissed it. Pissed off so. about it. 
Why? Because I used to get a free Emo's pizza every fucking week. <laughs> he used to bring us <laughs> free pizza too. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, man, I'm happy for the guy. Like, good Jimmy on him how, to like follow his. Uh, Jimmy, how come I never got free pizza? His because he came in on Fridays and yeah. always brought us a pizza. He's been coming in on Mondays. I got him on Sundays day. where I was surrounded by females that he, he, not liked, but there's not to worry about I that am. anymore. He's yeah. got a girlfriend now. I know, and she's sweet as can be. I've never met her because she can't yeah. come in here. Yeah. yeah. But but I've seen pictures. Yeah, she's very nice. Holy shit, did he ever outkick his coverage. Fuck yeah. Good for that guy, man. Yeah. <laughs> she really likes t-shirts. She's really pretty <laughs> yeah. and talented. Did you see her singing by any chance? I have not. No, he posted like a Snapchat thing of her like karaoke in. I'm not friends on Snapchat. I might have to fix that. should be. But yeah, no, very cool. Anyways, Justin, yeah. you asked me about the adoptive family. Yeah, right? what's that? This that, is my favorite thing you guys do, by the way. It's and, everybody's and, and, favorite thing. And, that I, we and do. I and I wanted to, I, I almost like I, I might have shared it today, but I want Kelly asked me today. She said, uh, "Can we, can we do something for a family uh, in our area?" And, you know, I'm on the board for a, a homeless shelter, and I said, "You know, Kelly, like, I I, I want to help anybody that I can, but." This is Exit Six's thing, and I want—I don't want to take anything away from them. So, if we can assist in them in any way, let's do it. But other than that, uh, we're not going to do anything on our own. You guys do such an incredible job, and watching the people that—and the one that spoke to me the most was the mom that wanted shampoo and body wash. Yeah, yeah, and that's all she wanted for Christmas. Yep. And there's and, another one that the dad didn't want anything. Yeah. Uh, another one that the grandpa just asked for insure. That's a new one for us. We've never had a family that had grandma and grandpa living with yeah. them. I, that's not. But like all they asked for was insure for dad. Is what so, it said. so this is what I think. I think that. Well, I mean, we'll have to talk tomorrow or the next day, but I want to take those things and figure out a way that we can blow them out of the fucking water. Oh, uh, we always do, end up. Yeah. Do, but you know what we, I mean? Like our, our customers from, and, from and fans have been so good over the last, what, how long is this? Five years? This is year five or six. Yeah. You know, like we always end up being able to do way more than what the families request. In the first year, the lady was like, do you really want it, that amount of families? Can you right. do it? And we're like, yeah, we can We can do it. And we blew it, blew it out of the water. Um, we uh, They say, look, try and get everybody one thing off of their list. Each person of the family. Yeah. Real quick, we adopt six families, or excuse me, three families of six. Usually it's mom, dad, four kids. Sometimes it's mom and five kids. They say, here's what the family wants. Here's what each person in the family would like. Um, and then we provide them with Christmas dinner, gift cards for groceries, and then we try and help out with their utilities as well. And all they ask for, the company that runs it, says, could, if you could just get one thing off of each person's list and Christmas dinner. Christmas dinner is required. Uh, we have always bought everything on every single family right. member's Every request list. that every person has made. And usually a little bit extra because somebody will say, like, they want a Hot Wheel. And so we get them 30 Hot Wheels. Right. You know, that kind of thing. Um Last year, we got everybody everything they wanted and still had money to give to... You gave me an enormous donation. Yeah. For... Uh, can I say? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. It's, it's, uh, I would never want yeah. to keep it a secret. Yeah, I was yeah. Just so it was um, for Officer O'Connor, who was shot in the head. Um, and he, if you guys have kept up with him, he's just killing it. Is he really? 
like I mean, the guy had a bullet through three fourths of his brain, and he is all three limbs are working. Uh, he was able to see his um, stepson uh, graduate. He w- w- you know pulled up in a wheelchair and got to see him graduate high school. Awesome. He is the guy is just doing incredible and and just it was probably late summer the the one limb that wasn't working his left hand i think uh started to move so now oh, no shit. he's he's now doing everything and you should That's great. S- you should see this guy like i mean he's he's a, he's a bald guy but he's got a huge chunk out of his fucking head man yeah. he is just killing it good for him man so so good the mo- the money that that is raised here at exit 6 uh, we raised, I, or well, you gave me, I think it was $1,600. Something like that. Yeah, to give to the family while their dad was in the hospital. And he was in the hospital for, he just came home not that long ago. So it's it's been a while. That's my favorite thing about what we do. I mean, yeah, I love being able to do this stuff for, for families for Christmas, but <clears throat> I know where it's all going. And right. it's all it's staying local in the community. It's, exactly community. You know, it's all St. Charles slash St. Louis families. Yeah, every right. year you read like the breakdown of all the big charitable organizations and how much of how little of the money actually goes towards right. you know what they say it's going to go towards this every single dollar and item that comes in here goes to a family in St. Charles that needs it. You've walked by them in a grocery store, Probably. you've seen them yeah, at Target, yeah. you've you know you 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 know that they're right here in our community. Yep, that's my favorite part about it is that I know where it's going. You know, I get I get to see you guys. Jimmy, though. Jimmy asks for a Power Rangers T-shirt, and we get him a Power Rangers T-shirt. Right. It's not we give you know Charity X ten dollars. Say hey, go give Jimmy a Power Rangers T-shirt, right. and their CEO takes eight of that ten dollars. Right. It, it took fourteen people to manage the right. money to get it to the store first. So yeah, yeah. exactly. No, they yeah. gave me a list of presents. It's on Facebook. If anybody needs to see it, uh, go to facebook.com slash exit six. Wynn's going to have a, a printed a list out, uh, laminated, that we're going to keep at the bar so we can mark items off, too. So if nice. you're in the bar, Perfect. you can come up and just ask to see the list. Also, if, if you're in here um, you know, and you find an item that you want, you can run out and grab it. Um, yeah, bring it. Bring the stuff in, unwrapped, please, because we have to mark it off the list. Somebody asked that on Facebook earlier, yeah, if it should I, be wrapped or unwrapped. I answered somebody that asked that yeah, the last so couple of days ago. If you do so. want to bring in an item, unwrapped, please. Uh, otherwise, cash is perfect. And uh, I'll actually prefer cash. Um, it goes a lot further. Lauren really kind of busts her ass on that with, like, target sales. Finding deals and, and, right, and yeah. rebates on things and exactly. stuff like that. And so also like the meals. Cash is great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and that goes towards the food and utility yeah. bill that we usually try and help out with as well. Um, and usually, like a Schnooks or something gift card, yeah. dude. We need to hit. We need to do all yep. these gift cards this year, man. I, well, I the, only shop at all these like pretty the, much exclusively the now. Asks, <laughs> they they request where they want their gift card from. Oh, do they? Yeah, and it, it's never anything but either Walmart or Aldi's. Mm-hmm. They. It's, Nobody it's, says, "Hey, I'd really like a gift card for Whole Foods." <laughs> you know, I mean, they're these people. <laughs> uh, Particularly this year, it always aggravates me whenever we get this list from a family and they're like, "We want the latest Nike Air Jordans." You know, that's what I really want for Christmas. Well, like, well, we've got the money. Fine, we'll get them that because that's what they asked for. But I'm in we the back get you of my three mind, three pairs I'm, of nice shoes, also yeah. instead of one pair of I'm shoes like, or something. Go fuck yourself. You know, we're gonna do like what you just said. But man, these families this year, they actually they know, really need it. 
dad you, didn't ask for anything. He's like, just get stuff for the kids. And mom said, I just want we'll find shampoo something and body them. wash. Oh, yeah. No, we're going to take care of these people. I'm sure yeah. of it. So, I, I really think that, I mean, we still have plenty of time, Jeff and Justin. We I think we... Hey, I think what's we, up, Toby? We, we could blow something out of the water for. Yeah, we're gonna I, be cool. I, I like those. I just want the minimal stuff, and then just, just killing it, and and yeah, and and giving them an hour massage and a time to you know someone donating. Oh, that's uh, a some, great idea. Something to uh, to cut their Gift hair. Gift card to you know mas- uh, massage Lux or massage I, envy. I, yeah, I have L- so envy, not Lux. Lux is a kidnapper drug dealer guy. Right? Yeah, don't do yes. that one. Yeah, we'll do massage. <laughs> but I, I have a bunch of stylist friends that I think that's something that we could. P- put together yeah so the cool. other thing is that um b halls they do the same kind of thing but they do a board kind of like a board like this and they pin what they want to so if they if one family wants body wash they just write body wash and they pin it to the board and somebody and comes and takes and it off take so you it, know, okay that's like almost a promise that yeah. says i'm gonna bring that I'll bring back. this back yeah sure. yeah so if you do that on your table there it's not a bad idea. To, it's actually a pretty good know, idea. Yeah, you know, uh, I think it's kind of cool. The church my my parents go to, they do that, and they they hang ornaments on a Christmas tree. Yeah, and yeah, the ornament would that, be yeah. you know body wash, let's mm-hmm. say. Yeah, and so someone takes that ornament, goes and buys it, and then brings it back. So yeah, yeah. that's not a bad idea. Yeah, maybe we should do that. Yeah, uh, we got one other big event to talk about too uh, before we take off tonight. Uh, unless you don't want to talk about it yet, I don't know what it is. Uh, Bourbon County. No, yeah, we should mention that. Yeah. Uh, so Bourbon County comes out every year on Black Friday. Um, you guys all probably know that already, but special surprise. Goose Island has chosen three uh, bars in St. Louis to release it on Wednesday, the day before Thanksgiving. Who's getting it on Wednesday? Uh, I don't know who two of them are, but I know who one is. Are you? No. Well, who oh. do that? <laughs> well, that's very different because they told me, because uh, I am. We're tapping it Wednesday. Yeah, I'm supposed to be. Nice. Huh. All right. Well, then, fuck it. I don't know what's going on anymore. That's, That's still just what Cry told two me. Two days early, um, we'll have regular and the Bramble. Bramble on tap on Wednesday. That is the 15th. Nope. 16th. 23rd. There you go. All right. Uh, I decided to do the math in my head. So, or uh, Wednesday. November 23rd, uh, the day before Thanksgiving. The quote unquote busiest party day bar day of the year, yeah. which is absolutely not true anymore. But you know, it, there it was is for, for Main a time. Street. Yeah, it's not for yeah, places yeah. like us. But yeah, you can come in and get uh, pours of draft Bourbon County and the Bramble uh, variant two days early, and then Friday we'll have it on as usual as well, and maybe some package. I don't know. Uh, yes. We'll see. It goes I so think. fast. If you're not here at 4 o'clock lined up, you're not going to get it. You're not going to get it. That's all you won't get it anymore. You're going to have to go to a – I hate to send people to other places for bottles, but we get such – for us, for some reason, we get such a small allocation of, of package. Like, yeah. if you're not in line at 3.30 with everyone else. And honestly, we get such a small allocation of package. If you're not one of the people that's here three days a week and yeah. ask me to hold you one, you're not getting it. And I've sold mine – Every year for the last five years, I always I'm like, you know, I hold myself a bottle back because that's part of the bonus of working in a place where you sell shit. I've sold my releases of all of my variants and everything every year because there's always so many people in line. I don't think I've taken a bottle home either. Yeah, And then I just go out and pay retail price if I want to get something or I just drink other people's bottles. (laughs) We know so many people that have the beer. It's not like it's that rare anymore, but uh, 
it is here because so we guys get the draft. Have, do either of you guys have a, um, you know, like the last year or the year before's? Uh, I have a rare still, and then I've got um, a couple years worth of uh, coffee and barley wine. I think that I had collected previous, you know, like outside three, four of, years ago. Outside of a couple bottles of rare, I don't know if I have any Bourbon County at my house anymore. Okay, I might. Yeah, we we've drank right. a lot of. So it. I'm gonna I'm gonna put this up for the families for uh, all, you know that you're raising presents and shit for uh i have a bottle of rare that i want to donate oh okay as cool. a raffle yeah we'll do that a raffle on the uh, mark and cheryl yeah. are giving us two blues oh. tickets to raffle off as well that's right yeah yeah uh so yeah we'll be able to put some we're gonna yeah. we haven't really done the raffle thing before but a couple of our regulars mark and cheryl they're awesome they always donate uh money every year but they're like hey yeah. i have two really good seats for for blues games i think you could probably raise more yeah. i'm I willing to donate them and i don't want to do that on the 15th no, I think you do it on the day that uh, Bourbon County Day, the day that you're oh. going to re- release early. Do oh, the rare, Wednesday? yeah. We'll do the rare bottle okay, of that just day. Sell tickets for ten bucks and and see what it raises. Yeah, sure. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll post some some it, more it's about got that. The box on, and everything uh, it's sealed and perfect. That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah, man. So I, uh, I the bottle that I have uh, was we were talking about B halls. Um, the guy that won it last year, I I did the same thing on Black Friday and. I think I raised four hundred bucks with this one bottle. Nice. And he won it, and he said, "Take it back and do it again, and do it again." That's awesome. <laughs> so it's really cool. Greg Hall is the police chief for Mil- or for uh, Hazelwood, so he won it and said, "I want you to raise more money." So is that uh, B Hall's brother? B Hall's brother. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna so give that bottle to you. That's awesome. Perfect. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, it'll be really cool. All right, and we'll be here that night. We got anything yeah. else, uh, real quick? We should uh, wrap I have up. I have mac and cheese off coming uh, the day after uh, this episode releases on Friday. This Friday, on Friday, yeah. Do you still want me in on that? I would love if you would come. All right, well, we'll talk yeah. about it off yeah. the air, and you tell me what I need to do because um, I'm gonna I'm win that. I want yeah. you to know. Uh, man, there's some really. Ex- I mean, you know, Micah from or the the new O'Fallon rep. No. Okay, so he used to work for Summit. His name is Micah. Okay. He just started. Yeah. Uh, he's a really, really nice guy, but he is, uh, he's he's pumped up. He says he's uh, he's the winner no matter what. Oh, yeah? Yeah. All right, cool. <laughs> uh, the, the the whole competition was started with the, our new Lagunitas rep, and he's going to be out of town, so. it's <laughs> <laughs> a bummer. Yeah. He's going to be on the show in a couple weeks. Yeah. yeah. Oh, right. dude, yeah. he wants yeah. to be on this show so bad it hurts. He's a really, really nice guy. Oh, I love him, man. He's yeah. awesome. Yeah. All right, so you're listening on Friday, Thursday. Go and check out. Uh, is there like an entry fee? Do you buy tickets it's or ten, it's ten bucks? Yeah. Um, so you get you the anybody that enters the contest. So it's just brewers or like beer sauces doing it. They have to somehow cook with the beer, mm-hmm. um, and then they bring the beer and you with get what beer? Whatever you want. Oh, okay. Uh, you bring a sample of the beer and you get like a two ounce sample of mac and cheese. Nice. All the money goes to loaves and fishes. Cool. So uh, cool. we're helping more people there uh, during the holiday season with uh, with the uh, the uh, homeless shelter that I volunteer for. Nice. Awesome. <laughs> All right. I think that's going to do it for us this week, guys. Uh, tune in Thursday if you want to listen to the show. Check out the uh, Facebook page, bruceroom.com, facebook.com slash bruceroom, and uh, Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes, all that shit for the download on Thursday. And uh, we'll be back next week.